Yeah, a, uh, a woman in Virginia Beach is running, uh, running for Congress, post a Facebook ad, destroying an AR-15. All she had to do was give it to us. We would have taken care of it. Insane. This might be the best speech from the floor of the General Assembly I've ever heard. Why? Because it made Democrats walk out. I'll explain coming up. And I have a trade deficit with my grocery store. Do I care? I'll ask Congressman Dave Bratt next. Virginia citizens and American patriots. Radio is the founding fathers intended. The Lee brothers, my name is Scott Lee. My co-host, Richard Lee, and friend and brother, which I love dearly, I say this with a smile on my face. He's still in the hospital, but the news is phenomenal. I'll share that with you in just a second. Just after 3 o'clock outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, Lee Brothers, 454-1366, 454-1366. At 4 o'clock, Old Dominion basketball comes on and interrupts us. Would you rather... Basketball versus politics. Don't even answer it, but it comes up at 4. Lee Brothers, one hour here is all we got. Richard Lee has been, we counted the days here. I think he's 45 days in the hospital. This has been an amazing year for the Lee Brother household. He is in uh, recovery mode. He will be out and discharged next Thursday, which puts him here live in the studio with me, Scott Lee, reigniting and our feet firmly planted back behind the only two-headed talk show in the capital of the Commonwealth. We'll be again here next Friday. So continue to pray for Richard and make that happen. And we will be back in our rare form next week. I have a trade deficit with my grocery store. No, I do. I buy more from them than they buy from me. And I think I need to start a trade war with my grocery store. I say it tongue in cheek, but really, do I care that I buy more from my grocery store than they buy from me? Is it a trade deficit? I don't know. I need help with this. Joining me right now is Congressman David Brad. Congressman? Hey, Lee Brothers. Sorry to hear about the family. Our prayers are with you. Well, thanks. He's uh, he's on the uh, the backside of this. So apparently you've been praying and didn't even know it because he's in good shape. He's, he's on the backside of this. So, yeah, so good, uh, good, good. Thanks. I hope you're well and appreciate your time here. Am I uh, am I wrong on the trade debt? Why, why should I care? Congressman Brad, about the trade deficit, like Trump says, it's thirty, no ninety, no a hundred. I got a trade deficit in my grocery store. I'm not upset over that. Yeah, no, I mean you're right in terms of just trade. Uh, we're all free traders, and then the problem is, I mean, your analogy is good. You don't care if you got a trade deficit, but if the guy that, if your grocery store also stole your uh, technology and walked in your house and stole your computer and troll, stored your tr- stole your trade secrets, etc. Then you'd start to get a little upset that uh, whoever's doing that. And so that that's the trick is you want fair and free trade. Free but but trade in that analogy, I would still still be glad that I could go to the grocery store and buy food that's affordable. Although yeah, although right. I'd be right. upset what they're doing with my money when I give it to them. Uh, right. It still benefits me. And this is what I'm trying to yeah. get to the, to the main point of, of free trade and free markets and free people is it's benefiting the American people. It's It's not harmful that it's not perfect, but we are benefiting from, from a no tariff situation. Yeah, no, that's right. And I, I mean, I agree with you. I signed on to Kevin Brady in the letter, uh, to asking the president to fine tune the approach that he's on, uh, because the numbers there, right. You're going to save the steel, uh, workers. That's 140,000 people, but there's 5 million people that work with the steel. Like you're saying, the consumers who fabricators and 
Tool and Die and all the people that bend metal in the country, that's five million. So you're you're helping one hundred forty thousand, but you're hurting five million. And let me tell you, the practical effect of what you're talking about, it showed up on my phone lines. Everybody called in. Everybody that works with metal or aluminum called me and said, hey, Dave, uh, this, you know, might be well-intentioned, but it's not working out right. And I said, no, I agree with you. And so, you know, the, the problem is he, he did a kind of a blunt to the president. The White House did a blunt operation. I trade with everybody, right? And so my analogy just was if someone's cheating, you take care of them. And we even let China cheat for 20 years. Yeah, they stole exactly. our intellectual property. And we let them because we were hoping they turn out to be free market, you know, Democrat, uh, you know, in the capital D democracy. And so they've gone free market somewhat. They're growing, but they haven't, you know, liberated their political system. And so now Trump, you know, he ran. Hey, I'm going to protect West Virginia, yep, Pennsylvania. He did. So he's, he's trying to live up to that. Sure. On that. But he's got to tailor this thing so that we don't lose all the consumer benefits that you're talking about. You can't. You can't bring free trade to an end because the, the whole market out in the way, right? The rest of the world's growing by the billions and we're not. And so yeah. we, we, you can't cut yourself off from that market. Is the, is the economy, in your opinion, Congressman, strong enough to handle a tariff like this without us? Because the, the, the stock market really took a hit as soon as you announced it. Uh, but your, your position, or as in your view, is the economy strong enough and then we can handle this tariff without us going backwards? Oh, yeah. I mean, we can handle this tariff, but then you're going to get into, you know, some sort of trade war, Europe's upset, yep. whatever. And I, I, I think, I'll just be blunt, I think what's going on, I think this is kind of a big bargaining chip. We also have some international tax issues coming up with Europe. Got and it. they're starting to get upset about, you know, Ireland's low rate and implementing our stuff and the World Trade Organization and et cetera. And so I think this is kind of a chip we're saying, look, it's going to be fair. They're arguing a bunch of, of uh, tax stuff over there right now in Europe and the European Union, whatever. And I think we got a chip down now where we say, okay, look, we'll, we'll uh, ease up on this tariff thing if you guys will go along with the tax thing. Good. Well, maybe if that's and the so, plan, then maybe right. we can we can right. deal with that. What is it? Right. What's your? Isn't it funny to watch how the Democrats are squirming on this one because they always wanted tariffs and talked about this stuff. Now right. Trump comes out with it, right. and they're like, "Wait a minute, we don't like it." Wait, what? Right. I'm, I'm, right. What, what just happened no, to you it's guys? Amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, and while you're on that theme, you you can't make up the immigration DACA story, right? So the seven hundred thousand DACA, that's what the Dems asked for. Trump gives them not seven hundred thousand, but two million. And citizenship, and they say no to it. I mean, it, it's pretty staggering. <laughs> well, that's fun. That'll make for a good election coming up for you. You guys yeah. try to figure out what they think, and we don't even know the right. answer to that, which brings so me it, to it the— It doesn't matter. I mean, right. I, I, I dream that policy mattered, right? It's not—none uh, of it's policy. Thank you. I wish—it's amazing where we are in this country right now. Up is down. Well, that's the lead into my other question here, because coming up this year is an election year, obviously. You've got two right. people fighting like crazy to go against you. Every poll that I've seen puts the situation ugly in your scenario, because it's a big blue wave. I like how they, they love this right. blue wave conversation. I yeah. wish—I do, too. I'm with you on this. I wish it was about policy. It's all about emotion at this point. On the left, they're going to try to stir people into an altered state of consciousness, drag them to the polls like crazy to vote for what they don't even know what. How do you fight that? Yeah, uh, well, I, you just have to keep talking about voting for Dave Bratt. What have I done? Right? It's about me and what I promised. I promised all 
these policies. I said I'd vote this way. I'd fight against the special interest. I've done everything. I kept my word. I got a 100% score on all that. On the budget, too. You didn't vote for it. On the budget, right? And then the Democrats, you got, we're going to have to make the case, right? They're critiquing us on not enough socialism in health care, right? We're stuck with Obamacare. That's their system. No one likes it, and we're being blamed for it. And so our leadership really is going to have to step up its game, right, on, on basic messaging. Obamacare is the Democrat product. Everyone's going bankrupt under it. They wanted to increase taxes. We lower taxes. We reduce regulation. The economy looks like it might grow at 5% next quarter. Wow. Oh, that's incredible. And that's awesome. That is the awesome. Democrats' well, uh, tax cuts won't pay for themselves. Is it? Is and it, now that the numbers are in, they will. If you grow at 2.75%, our tax cut package pays for itself. Boom. Just like that. And it's boom. awesome. Done. All right. So uh, you do have a fight on your hands. And uh, it's, they're trying to nationalize this thing against Trump and right. then bring people in to fight you here locally. And so it's going to be a tough battle for you. We'll be watching. I'm. We're here to help you. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, we just got to get our folks out. Texas just showed, right? That's, we had that's a right. huge blue wave in uh, in Virginia. Uh, they showed up uh, and won uh, delegate races left and right. In Texas, they have the same thing. The Democrats showed up, huge 10% increase or something, but the Republicans showed up at 20% more. That's right. So it's not the end of the story. No, our it's not. needs to get out and fight for the country you believe in. Indeed, and they should. Yep. Hey, thanks for yep. your time. Always good to talk to you. Hey, you bet. Thanks, Scott. Yep, yep, yep. That's Congressman David Bratt. Your phone calls next, 454-1366, as we talk about this crazed woman in Virginia Beach cutting an AR-15 in half. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW and 97.7 FM. Zero diversity, complete intolerance, and a total lack of fairness. It's the Lee Brothers on AMA 20, 97.7 FM, WNTW, The Answer. If you got pain. He's a pain taker. If you feel lost, he's a way maker. The Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW. A great song there. That's what I've been listening to lately, by the way. It's been a tough year. So, uh, free trade, free people, it works. Brat was on to something there. Hopefully he can push back a little bit on the tariffs. All right, hashtag the Lee Brothers. Hashtag the Lee Brothers, or Scott Lee underscore bro is my Twitter you can, uh, anything you tweet out there, hashtag the Lee Brothers, and uh, we'll pick it up. Richard will be back here next Friday for our, I guess, opening show of the year. <laughs> well, he had to wait till March to do, to get us all back together. Uh, and that's a good thing, by the way. Um, Karen Mallard. Karen Mallard is running for Congress in Virginia's 2nd District. She's running against Republican Scott Taylor. She's a school teacher. She's been a classroom school teacher for 30 years and she's running on gun reform, uh, a gun reform uh, ideals. And she said her teaching's perspective is needed in Congress. Why are so many teachers radical leftist liberals? And what teaching perspective do we need in Congress? You mean we more need more liberals in Congress? Is that what you've been doing? She said, quote, our job is to teach children. It's not to protect them from gun violence. That is the government's job and they're failing it. Okay, Mallard, then why do you want more restrictions on the people that can't protect themselves and empower the government more? The government has failed it. And you think you there empowering the government's going to help? Here's what she did. She, her solution was go cut an AR-15 in half on Facebook page because that really works well. The Facebook page ad, Facebook's become this 
It's demagoguery. It's it's just re- this does nothing. Here here she is cutting it in half. I'm Karen Mallard. I grew up in Wise County, surrounded by guns. Our family had guns my whole life. We use them for hunting, for protection, and recreation. Yes. A while back, my husband bought this AR-15. I wasn't happy about it. And after last week, I told him I wanted this gun out of my house. Why? Is he a threat? Was he going to take the gun and shoot people? You mean the gun by itself is going to go into a school and shoot people? Why wouldn't you want the gun in your house with your husband? You mean you got mad and said, that's it. That gun's out of here. It has done too many bad things. The gun didn't do anything. This woman is, this is the problem with the gun debate, among other things. Anyway, she continues. And he agreed with me. Of course, the gun's the problem. He agreed with me. It's a bad gun, honey. Let's kick it out of the house. What do you say? And we saw Emma Gonzalez's speech, and we realized we didn't want this gun in anybody else's house either. So hang on to it. This is unbelievable to me. Then what what are you even talking about? If it's in your house, it's in the good guy's hands. I guess if you want to consider her the good guy. But she considers herself, she must consider herself the bad guy because you can't control it either. You see, the gun is wild. It's crazy. It does its own things. So we must not let it just sleep in our house at night. It could attack us. So today, we're going to destroy it. There you go. Destroy it. This teacher and mother is joining Moms Demand Action. I'm marching with the students, marching for their lives. And to those students in Florida and across our country, keep standing up and speaking truth to power. Hate that word. Hate it. Don't even know what it means. Truth to power. What is she, a, a, a millennial speaking? This is a, what, a 45-year-old woman or more? She's been teaching for 30 years. Put 18. She's older than that. Truth to power. She goes on. These gun owners heard you, and we're going to stand by you. And as your future congresswoman, I hope not. I'll make com- comprehensive gun reform a top priority. Well, I make everybody cut their gun in half? She shreds the gun on, on Facebook, and everyone's supposed to be in, oh, she's such, a, such an amazing, she should run for Congress. Little did she know that there's another option for all those people who don't want their firearms. Ever heard this soundbite? Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Hi, this is Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers. Why let someone pry your gun from your cold, dead fingers? The Lee Brothers don't want this to happen to you. We want your gun. Help the Lee Brothers get guns off the streets. Introducing our new free gun collection program. Simply send us an email and we will come pick up the guns or the unwanted guns absolutely free. We are making every effort to make our community safer from unwanted weapons. Patriots at theleebrothers.com. Because we care. Email us today. That's an answer. You go cut your AR on Facebook. You could have called the Lee brothers. We would have came and taken that dangerous weapon that was apparently scared you so bad, you had to go cut it up in your backyard. Now, this is massive symbolism over any kind of impact. It means nothing. So you cut your AR up. You think that your law against an AR will keep bad guys from having an AR? You think cutting your AR up in your backyard on Facebook as you run for Congress is going to save anyone's lives from an AR? The liberals, you, you, you people don't even think. This woman should be so far removed from the capital of America, she had to move. 
All right, your phone calls next. 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 97.7 FM. Our version of the Federalist Papers, without all that reading. It's the Lee Brothers on WNTW AM 820 97.7 FM. Can you hear it? Can you feel it? <laughs> Love it. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. Karen Mallard. Look, I don't doubt Karen Mallard has a big heart and she cares and wants to stop, you know, bad people with guns. But you chopping up your AR-15, when you couldn't give it to me or Richard, um, thinks it would help. It's just insanity. The only reason you would do something like that is to make a political statement, not because you think you're going to help people. The, the bad people, the bad guys that like ARs to hurt people are not cutting up their AR-15. So the good guys are. Somehow this resonates. I don't understand how anyone could see this Facebook page and don't think this woman has lost her mind. Of course, so is Tim Kaine when he talked about regulating the Second Amendment. A well-regulated militia, the need for a well-regulated militia gives individuals the right to bear arms. What does the phrase well-regulated mean? Tim Kaine actually thinks it means the government can regulate it. It's, it's insane. We talked about that last week. Tim Kaine is a United States senator. Karen Mallett wants to be a congressman. Who are these people that miss the interpretation of the Second Amendment and understand the real reason behind it? Look up what George Mason thought the Second Amendment should be about. Then talk to me about the AR-15 and who needs one, Scott Lee. All right, check us out, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Two great videos there. One is the best gun fails of the year. You're going to love it. Gun fails of the year. 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Takes you to our page. Hashtag the Lee Brothers also. Hashtag the Lee Brothers. Coming up, the best speech on the floor of the General Assembly from Nick Freitas. You won't believe it. It's phenomenal. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 97.7 FM. Scott and Richard Lee, the Circus Clowns of Talk Radio, on AMA 20, 97.7 FM, WNTW, The Answer. We're going down to the river, down to the river, down to Virginia citizens and American patriots, the Lee brothers on this Friday afternoon. My name is Scott Lee. My co-host, my friend, and my brother sitting in the hospital is Richard Lee. Not here. 45 days, I think, is where he is. He's 45 days he's been in the hospital. He's supposed to be discharged and uh, on the way out Thursday of next week. Miracle has happened. The Lee brothers will return in full force feet firmly planted in our seats and behind the microphones here at WNTW next Friday to be back to the old format, the two-headed talk show in the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. Richard will be back, and he is in rehab right now. Sounds phenomenal. Sounds great. Looks like we'll be back to our own selves next week. Stay tuned for that. Meanwhile, check us out at hashtag the Lee Brothers, where we'll continue to try to keep you updated there as well. The gun debate is irrational because it has a group of people who want it to be. Every time I try to talk to somebody about this, and it's become just the number one topic among my kids, and I wish it wasn't. Kids should be kids. 
but everybody is talking about it. And it, it is irrational that you can have no common sense conversation about it. Especially this Karen Mallard girl cuts this her AR fifteen and a half on the Facebook is an example of this. That's just where is that going? What in the left mindset would think that's a direction to go? She should be mocked and puned and made fun of for that because it's silly. Nick Freitas, Delegate Nick Freitas, took to the floor of the House this week, and I mean rip-roaring speech that changed, <laughs> well, changed a lot of things, but Democrats left. They walked out. In fact, uh, Bagby, Delegate Bagby said this week that the comments dissolved were considered by many members of the body hateful and de- divisive. What possibly could be hateful and divisive? He talked about, Nick Freitas talked about an abortion uh, culture, welfare, family structure. Those are offensive. Before we get there, let's talk to, on our, uh, our phone lines are jammed here, line number 22-454-1366. Walter from New Kent. Yeah, um, I'm, first of all, i like to um, tell um, Richard I'm hanging there. Good to hear that he's doing better. And, Thank you. And actually, I can't wait for him to get back because you all will be double barrels, Jack. Well, he's always makes it better. You're right. Thank you. Shoot both both barrels at him. But anyway, <laughs> the way I see it is, um, you know, basically what they want to do is get rid of the Second Amendment. Really, it, it is not AR-15 or anything else. It's one gun, and what they do is they put a whole lot of other guns in that same class and wipe them out. And so they make you think that they're out to get this one gun when, in fact, when you look at the legislation, you'll see that they want to get rid of about 200 or more if they could stuff them in there. And so what they do is they, they come out with one that they, they demonize, and then they get rid of a whole group of them. And a lot of, a lot of Americans don't really see deeply into the left and the defeat that they, they go through. You know, it's but interesting. It's- Walter, you're exactly right. Um, that's exactly the direction that they want to go. They want to admit that. But uh, listen to how they talk. We need to get rid of all semi-automatic weapons. They don't even know what that is. You know how many times I've tried to get someone on this show to argue with me about these things that will not come on? I've asked three or four people inside different anti-gun groups to join me, and they won't come on the radio with us. I, I don't know why. They're just a little nervous about it. But you're right, Walter. You're exactly right. They have a different agenda. And Nick Freitas on the floor of the House this week talked about that, among other things. Here's a clip of just part of it as we move through his speech. Over the last several days, Mr. Speaker, there's been a lot of discussion about an open and honest debate with respect to school shootings, gun violence, gun control, etc. We start to look at most of these shooters come from broken homes. What sort of government policies have actually encouraged broken homes? You can look at left-leaning think tanks like the Brookings Institute that will actually say that some of it can be attributed to various cultural changes that happened in the 60s to include uh, the abortion industry. Now, the left went crazy with that one. Nick Freitas is blaming the shooter on abortion. No, he's not. He's walking through what's wrong with our culture. Come on, left. Just listen to the speech. You can look at a more conservative-leaning organizations that will say that the welfare state contributed significantly to dismantling the family as families became more and more dependent upon the government than they were mothers and fathers in the home raising children. Now, I've made this exact point. After the shooting in Florida, I came to this microphone and I said, how could no one know? How could your parents not know? How could no one know what their kids are doing? We send their kids to their rooms with all these electronic equipments and we think we're punishing them. We don't know what our kids are doing. 
parents have, have obfuscated their, their role. They don't care what their kids do. As long as their kids not bothering me, I don't care. This is exactly what's happening in our culture. Delegate Freitas is simply laying it out. So when people on this side talk about the importance of the Second Amendment, please understand it's not just some base philosophical conviction that we all have. It is rooted in the idea that while we may be a post-enlightenment society, the vast majority of horrible atrocities that we've seen have happened in those post-enlightenment societies. Hmm. Has happened as a result of governments systematically disarming citizens and claiming themselves to be the sole responsible party for their security. And then turning on those same citizens and punishing them. That's the most egregious cases. But in the individual cases of self-defense, that's why the people on this side of the aisle hold the Second Amendment in such high esteem. Because we honestly believe that you have an inherent right to defend yourself. One of the things that we would look at is arming certain teachers. Not every teacher, but a teacher that is comfortable with it, is, is former law enforcement, is former military, that is now in the classroom. Delegate Plum said yesterday that that was ridiculous to consider. Why? Yeah, why? He goes on here. It gets even better than this, and he, he gets much more heated, and the Democrats can't handle it. I just want you to firmly put yourself in the seat of one of the House of Delegates members as you're listening to Nick Freitas here on the floor. Has anything he said so far offended you? Delegate Bagby's offended. He's offended by using the terms abortion, welfare state, family structure. <clears throat> Why? How could that possibly offend anyone? The rest of this might. Is it because the other side of this debate will only accept one quote-unquote solution to this problem, and that is tearing apart or gutting the Second Amendment? And I understand, we're going to mention just a couple of the bills that were, were done this year, right? Background checks, getting rid of bump stocks. If you're wondering the other reason why we can't have an honest debate over this one is because, quite frankly, I don't think any of us on this side of the aisle believe you when you say that's all you want to do. So true. It'll be bump stocks, it'll be background checks, and it'll be different kind of background checks that register the guns. Then after that, it'll be we need to ban assault weapons. What's an assault weapon? Something that looks scary. Then after that, it'll be semi-automatic rifles. After that, it'll be semi-automatic handguns. Then it'll be revolvers, shotguns. Listen to this right here. Because when the policies fail to produce the results you are promising to your constituents, you'll be back with more reasons on why we've got to infringe on Second Amendment rights. Is that not a brilliant statement? When the policies the left wants won't work, you'll ask for more. The left has done this on everything. You name it, health care, whatever it might be. The left has an idea that the government can fix it and the government never can and the left still wins elections, promising more. Nick Freitas, that is the statement of the speech right there. Because when the policies fail to produce the results you are promising to your constituents, they will. you'll be back with more reasons on why we've got to infringe on Second Amendment rights. And they will. The other reason why it's really difficult to have an honest and open debate about this is because of this, members of this body comparing members on this side of the aisle to Nazis. Here it comes right here. They all walked out after this. Members on the other side of the aisle saying that when a 24-year-old teacher gets up and says that the whole debate is between the Second Amendment or her life, that's a false dilemma. It's absurd. And quite frankly, one of the ones that I found the most offensive, along with being compared to Nazis, was being compared to segregationists. And here it comes. 
I just want to remind everyone, someone very quickly, it was not our party that supported slavery, that fought women's suffrage, that rounded up tens of thousands of Asian Americans and put them in concentration camps, that supported Jim Crow, that supported segregation, or supported mass resistance. That wasn't our party. That was the Democrat party. Exactly. (laughs) Now, I'm thrilled that Democrats no longer believe that, and I don't believe that a single current member of this body who is a Democrat ever believe those things but i would really appreciate it if every time you want to make a powerful point you don't project the sins the atrocities and the injustices that the democratic party perpetrated on others onto us (laughs) that is unbelievable that is spectacular no wonder the left goes crazy i think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship (laughs) that's perfect no I, I'm in love with Nick Freitas. That is the best rock and roll speech ever on the house. Don't perpetuate all the sins that you guys did on us because we uphold the Second Amendment. Wow. That is, that's almost too perfect. I, and, of course, the best of all was that part right there. Because when the policies fail to produce the results you are promising to your constituents. You're promising your constituents policies that'll work. You'll be back with more reasons on why we've got to infringe on Second Amendment rights. You will. Is that not the most amazing picture of the Democratic Party? It is. The Democratic Party says, we're not the racist. Sure, we were the past, but not us. You're the racist. And every policy we put forward, we know won't work. So as soon as we put the policy forward, we'll ask for more. And the reason we'll ask for more is because we say you Republicans were causing it. We couldn't do all we wanted. Ladies and gentlemen, be fearful of a group of people who promise you that they'll take care of you, that you are the serfs and peasants and trust them and their policies. That's historically a disaster. Thank you, Delegate Nick Freitas. Phenomenal. Loved it. Your phone calls next, 454-1366. 454-1366. The Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 97.7 FM. Want to help Richard prove Scott's wrong once and for all? Call the Lee Brothers at 454-1366. That song is for Richard Lee, an overcomer. He'll be back here next Friday. No, he will. This will be the only two-headed talk show once again next Friday. Right here. Richard will be back live behind the microphones in the studio right outside the Capitol, the Commonwealth of Virginia. I want to remind you that we do have, uh, we do care more about guns uh, than most of the left and the impact they have on our society and culture. That's why we have our own gun buyback program. Ever heard this sound bite? Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Hi, this is Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers. Why let someone pry your gun from your cold, dead fingers? The Lee Brothers don't want this to happen to you. We want your gun. Help the Lee Brothers get guns off the streets. Introducing our new free gun collection program. Simply send us an email and we will come pick up the guns or the unwanted guns absolutely free. We are making every effort to make our community safer from unwanted weapons. Patriots at theleebrothers.com. Because we care. Email us today. <laughs> no, seriously. Absolutely serious. That is a real gun buyback program. Lee Brothers, just after 350 in the capital of the Commonwealth. Did you see that? Uh, I always thought the M in McDonald's 
meant that it says and spelled McDonald's. I didn't know the M had a meaning. Now McDonald's has turned the M upside down. It's a W now. And apparently it stands for women. Where before it stood for men, who would have known? I didn't, I didn't know that. Just I learned something. That the entire time that it said McDonald's, the M really stood for men. Because when you turn it upside down and it's a W, it stands for women. What? What is going on? Are these people make this stuff up? Like, who, who could possibly come up with something that insane? Was there someone in McDonald's Corporation going, you know what? If we turn the M over, not only would it misspell McDonald's and be McDonald's or whatever you want to call it, but we can make it into a women's movement thing. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> who does that? Who thinks this way? You laugh, people. You're insane. The W... It, it's just it's just misspelling McDonald's. Nobody drives by and goes, why did they turn the M over the... Unless you explain it. Unless there's like a sign underneath McDonald's to say the W really stands for women now. And when you turn it back over and it's an M, it doesn't stand for men. It actually spells McDonald's. And somehow that supports women? I don't, I don't buy any of this women crap. And Women, National Women's Day, Women's Month. It's everyone's month, Okay. Everyone just be happy with everyone. Forget the identity politics. I'm willing to tell you that I think most women think it's a bunch of crap too. I really do. Should have heard the view this week. Talk about this feminism and all the rest of it. Talking about how do women want doors open for them anymore? Am I the only guy in the planet left that thinks that no woman should shut, should actually have to touch a door that no woman should actually have to pick up a suitcase and put it in the overhead compartment on an airplane. Am I the only guy left? And by the way, am I the only, do I, do I know any women that want to be treated that way? I mean, all over the view, they're like, I don't even know if I want my bag picked up. I can handle it. Really? Is that the culture we want? I think feminism has done a horrible injustice to men and to themselves. Why don't you as a woman want to be treated special and unique and put on a pedestal? The whole idea behind Southern gentlemen or gentlemen in general held women in a high regard that they used to walk women on the inside of the sidewalk in the older days because people would throw things out of buildings and it would land on the women. So they would let the women walk on the inside so they wouldn't get hit by things. And somehow the left has turned that around to say, well, you don't think women are as equal. What? The whole time I thought we were doing you injustice. We are doing you a good thing. We treat you like a queen and you don't like it. See, I think most women still like it. No, I do. I think most women want to be treated differently than men. Of course they do. And the reason you know is because they buy different shoes. Have you seen the shoes women wear? No man would wear a shoe like that. And if women want to really want to be equal, then they would wear shoes like men wear. But none of them wear those shoes. Women want to be seen differently. They want to be treated differently. They want to be adored. They want to be put on a pedestal and taken care of. That is the truth of America, not feminism. You liberal left, you're missing this. The best scenario for women is to have them put on a pedestal by men and taken care of. No man, no man thinks women should be subjective to men. No man thinks that a woman can't vote. No men think this way. Yet we're told that's all men think about. It's not true. And this whole equal pay for equal work thing that you women talk about all the time, it doesn't even exist. It's a con, foisted upon mankind. It's a lie. 
It's not even real. And besides, if it were even real, if it were true that women got paid less than men, then there would be, you, you could figure that out on your own with your own boss. But you want a government agency to dictate that? Be very careful, women, what you wish for. You want a government badge. I'm with the equal pay badge, people. Who are you with? I'm with the E, what is it? E, e, EPP. Here's my badge. I'm here to decide whether you're paying people. To, you don't want that. That's not America. That sounds like brown shirts, doesn't it? Nobody is a bigger fan than women than me. So on this National Women's Month, I applaud it. Hey, let's celebrate women. But give me a break with the upside-down McDonald's puke. Your phone calls next, 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820-WNTW, 97.7 FM. Freedom isn't passed through the bloodstream. It's fought for daily. Fight alongside the Lee Brothers on WNTW, AM820, 97.7 FM. The answer. Yes, and that's a wrap. No, it is. We got to go. Oh, Dominion basketball's coming up. They uh, they won. They're moving on. And now they're taking over the program starting at 4 o'clock. So stay tuned for that. Check us out, 820theanswer.com, 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. It takes you directly to our page. And then you can find a couple great videos, a link to us, archive our shows. Thanks for listening for the one hour. Jam, I shoved everything I could into that one hour. All right, check us out next week. We're Richard to be back, the only two-headed talk show in Richmond. Lee Brothers, 820WNTW, 97.7 FM. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye.